Good morning and welcome back to All Things Medical Assistant. I'm your host for this podcast, Santino Tejas. It is Friday, December 16th, about 10 in the morning, and I'm sitting here in my my eating area talking to you. Um, I've not, I'm not using my usual microphone. I can't find it, so I'm just using the um, the microphone from the uh, the iPad, and, and will enhance the audio once I'm done. So I hope this sounds okay for y'all. And you can make out what I'm saying. Um, got the dryer running behind me, and the ice maker making nice. So if you hear any sounds, it's just the sounds of life. All right, guys. So first and foremost, I want to thank everybody that's uh, continued to stick around and listen to what I have to say. We're going into 2023, and you know, really looking forward to some change, some real change, you know. I mean, every year, you know, well, well hold on. I digress a bit, and then I'll be back. Uh, you know, and I also want to thank all of the international listeners. Thank you so much, so much. I just noticed that Egypt and Italy fell on to the, um, or rather popped up on the um, on the list of, of listeners. So thank you so much, so much, so much. Um, I hope you stick around. And for anybody that's new, if you've just come across this podcast, uh, thanks for for checking this out um you know i hope you find this entertaining if in the least or at least you know hopefully some some informative for you if not you'll find it full of opinion and if i piss you off send me a a voice message you can do that through um spotify or um anchor dot uh, anchor dot com so um yeah, so going back, you know, so 2023, you know, is obviously the new year. Every year, every new year, you know, we we have, what do you call those? We have, um, we want to make resolutions, we want to make promises, and sometimes, you know, a lot of times rather, because I'm guilty of this every year, and throughout the year, you know, we're guilty of not, of not coming through those promises or resolutions, you know, further feeling like shit because, you know, we failed ourselves, and, you know, whatever. That's that's not the issue. The issue is is reality, right? What's reality? Reality is 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 tangible. Reality is what you can see, smell, taste, touch, feel. You know, emotion wise. You know, this has been a very difficult um, year for myself and <clears throat> family in certain situations, and you know we're we're working through it and and um, you know working at it the best I can. And I know I've pushed a lot of. I might have pushed uh, people away, and that's not my intention. But um, you know, there's, you know, this year has been kind of heavy. You know, you know, with with COVID still going on, with influenza RSV hitting really hard this year, it's just, you know, it's just been this emotional draw, this emotional, you know, suction cup of you know emotions, and it it, it sucks. You know, it's 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 kind of like, you know, if you're in the medical field, I'm sure you'll understand that. It's kind of like, you know, you just don't feel you can get a step ahead. Um, and, you know, and of course, life is full of pressures and dilemmas and all. And, you know, and, and there's people that always stick by you or that, you know, you, you read those memes or you see on TV, you know, you know, Jesus is with us or stick. You know, there's all these things out there to try and help you feel better. But the the truth of the matter is, is that each to each or one of us, our problems are our own. Correct. They are our own. We own them, whether we share them, hide them, present them, disclose them, whatever. You know, some of us fall into a depression. Some of us, fall, you know, live with anxiety. Some of us just live in situations we don't want to be in. Some of us are tied to situations we don't want to be in. There's so many, so many, so many, so many reasons, you know. And uh, and I'm going somewhere with this. I'm not trying to make this an all-out 
horribly depressing uh, podcast. Um, but you know, yeah. So you 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 alone, you alone, you alone as yourself. You try you try to be there for yourself. You know, people will be there. People will. You know, there are those that want to help truthfully. You know, there are clinicians. There, there's just a whole racket of people. You know, and it's still it's funny because at the end of the day, at the end of the session, at the end of the talk, at the end of whatever, you're still left with your own and your own thoughts and your own feelings and your own emotions. You know, and 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 you're still left feeling. You know, if anything, at least the same you you did when you started the conversation, or if anything, even worse. You know. Um, I think medication management is really the 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 more effective way to treat certain you know certain situations and and, and mental awarenesses and stuff you know so I don't know it's 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 it's, it's all crazy it's very complicated but anyways <clears throat> so yeah so you know stress and you know society and things going on politics is just horrible you know i you know i got back on twitter maybe about a month ago to you know start talking shit again and um and i'm loving it because you know these these elections that have gone on have been you know have been hilarious and it's it's funny you know i'm mean, i'm a grassroots democrat and i'll always stand by that and i'll always be about helping people and no matter how you see it you know you know, people are people, they need to be helped, you know, all walks of life come to the clinic, obviously, and in the 30 years I've been doing this, I've treated, or I've worked with all types of walks of life, and yeah, there are times when, you know, Republicans or people that, you know, piss me off, I, I think, do I really want to help this fucker, do I just want to let him stop breathing, but no, you know, the ethics, ma you know, mandate that I... I help the individual no matter what, right? I mean, you take that pride. It's not just a physician graduating medical school who takes the the Hippocratic Oath to promise, you know, to do no harm. But anybody that's gone through any kind of a medical, um, you know, education, medical assistance, CNA, anything, you know, part of the part of the core teaching is is that you you know you won't do anything that will harm anybody. You know that you're gonna you're gonna work to your to your best, to your, to your, you know, your, your, your highest aptitude, right? You're not going to cause any harm. So we're still bound by the same rules, you know, but, you know, God knows and family knows, and I know myself that these past couple of years and months and weeks and even days with irrational, ironic, just ridiculous people coming in, sharing their thoughts, but get offended when you share their thoughts because you're part of, you know, the business you know, it's just, it's ridiculous. I just want to slap so many people. But, you know, with everything going on, um, you know, I just try and stay ahead of myself emotionally, which is, I'm sure, which is what you do. And, you know, either, yeah, either, either, you, either you're in a place in life where you can look for the help, look for the, you know, the attention, the group or whatever, and you're, you're ready to, to face it and willing to face it, great, you know, but for those of you that are stuck in a situation where you're in a corner and you're there by choice or because you're there by responsibility, I feel for you. I know what it's like, and it's just, you know, hopefully everybody can find some resolution. But anyways, I digress a little bit more again. Um, so uh, earlier today, or earlier this week, um, I had a sense of uh, an epiphany or a sense of reality. And I'm trying to carry this with me day to day, to day you know, um, you know, with everything going on in the world today and everything going on in clinic and everything going on in, in society and the medical and everything, 
you know, I've lost, you know, I, I think I lose sight of the, I think I lose sight of the prize every day, you know, and I have to kind of reel myself in. But, um, our daughter, Lily Olive, uh, who's in second grade, um, you know, has been having, uh, has always had issues. Well, not always, but, you know, every once in a while has always had issue, you know, with a kid picking on her or whatever. You know, kids are kids and whatever, but it gets to a point where it's a little more than it's just kids are kids. So, um, you know, this year she has, she's been having an issue with a couple of girls, which one is a carry, was a carryover from last year in the first grade. And she's being picked on you know, these past couple of days. And, you know, she's, she's been even given a, an ultimatum in the sense where like, if you tell teacher, you know, this will happen. And, um, so obviously, you know, this happened over a span of two days and obviously as a loving, doting, um, supportive father, I've, spoken to the school which are wonderful the principal is awesome and they have addressed both situations but the first day that I walked in to to talk to them something really really interesting happened you know when I'm at work there are people that say thank you thank you for being here you know thank you for doing what you're doing we realize it's hard we realize that you know it takes a lot out of you, especially when you have a life at home, you know, a school and all of that yourself. It's it's hard. And then you have others that don't say anything. You know, you can't expect it, but they just figure, well, it's part of your job. You should be here. And then you have those other assholes that just think it's all about them and they get mad at you when they're not served now, 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 now. Well, fuck them. But anyways, um, the principal, after I spoke to her, you know, obviously I'm in uniform and I'm wearing my badge, um, my credentials, you know, because I'm getting ready to go to work. Um, speaking to the uh, principal and once we were done, she um, looked at me and said, thank you for the work that you do. Now, I don't know if it's because it's one public servant to a state employee or, or you know, or a school, you know, what I'm saying just from 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 one from one, you know, people service to another, it, it, it hit me kind of different. You know, I, I could hear the sincerity in her voice. I could tell the sincerity in her stare and her gaze that, you know, thank you for the work that you do. Because obviously, you know, number one, I think, you know, the school system let down our kids during COVID, you know, and, and I know that there are those in the school system that were totally for kids going to school. You know, I think there were more that were against it. Those are the ones that I'm upset with, but it just, you know, you could tell that this principal, uh, Mrs. Tinney, she, she's, she, just, she loves what she does. She just loves what she does. And kids love her, parents love her. She's very effective. And she's proven that to me as a father this week. So, you know, when she said, thank you for the work that you do, um, that stopped me in my tracks and I turned around. And like I always tell, like I always say in response to everybody is I always say thank you. Thank you for your comment. Thank you for your remark, you know. And, but it was different. It was different. I don't know. I guess maybe it's a point in my life right now that that I'm that I'm feeling that's kind of validating again that what I'm doing is what I'm meant to do. You see, okay. So I'll go back a little bit. So you know, I'm from El Paso, Texas. I think I told you I've been in in, in Washington since 2007. Moved to Seattle, live in Tacoma. 
Um, I'm going, this is, I started when I was 17, so I'm going into the 30th year working in emergency medicine. I'm also surgical, well, actually, I got to renew my, my registration, but a surgical technologist registered, you know, so I've had this great career. I've been involved in all types of, of, of mostly emergency medicine, but I've done a little bit of family practice, and, um, you know, obviously surgery, um, and mostly ER med and urgent care. Um, you know, and I think everybody goes through, a time when they say, man, what the fuck am I doing? Or they say, I'm done, I need to move on. And then there are those that say, I'm okay being a medical assistant for the rest of my life, you know, especially if you're in a position where you're getting paid well and you have insurance, you know, you don't mind where you're at. And with the University of Washington, we get paid, you know, because of the union, we're actually, you know, they've, they've, they've won... Um, we're actually, you know, meeting national levels for pay, and and I'm and I'm I'm happy where where I'm getting paid. You know, actually, to where I don't need to work any overtime to feel like I'm, you know, you know, uh, catching up or or what I have. Excuse me, I'm gonna have some coffee. But um, yeah, so you know, I'm 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 happy with what I'm getting paid and everything, and you know, with what happened to me when you know, it was Tanisha the principal said thank you for the work that you do it, it it kind of forced me into this how can I say it kind of it kind of it kind of reined me back into this corner where I had to look at everything with a 90 degree angle you know view you know um, I need to look forward I can't keep looking back you know I, I, I gotta I gotta keep away from looking at the peripherals because if I look at the peripherals I'll be distracted I got to keep looking forward and um you know, another thing I'll share is a big pressure right now is I'm about maybe I'm about three quarters away from graduating with my psychology degree. So this is a long time coming. Um, in 2015, this is where the real pressure comes in. In 2015, I'd applied for a physician's assistant program with the University of Washington known as MedEx. Um, and um, at that time, it was a bachelor's program. And I just, you know, I just needed to, you know, complete some prerequisites and, you know, get into the course and everything. Well, obviously, since it was the last cohort of the bachelor program, there were double the applicants. So way too competitive. Needless to say, I did not make an interview. Well, I, um, and I'm sorry I've not shared this, but I have just recently uh, started my new application for I've been re I've 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 started a new application for physicians assistant school again with the same program at MedEx, University of Washington, and um, I've I've been really really squirmy this past week or past maybe three weeks. Um, you know I've had my list of references. Um, I found five amazing people um, that have agreed to 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 recommend me for this program. And for the past two and a half, almost three weeks, I've been staring at this list of names, this list of emails. And I've, I've, I've just really put myself into this nervous corner because I'm thinking, well, shit, once I send out these referral re or these reference requests, excuse me, <clears throat> it makes it real. It makes it real that I'm applying for, for PA school, you know, and I think that was a fear. One, a fear because I don't want to feel like I, uh, like I failed. Again, because that's how I feel. And that's an honest how I feel that I make it the first. Even though it was very competitive and all of that, I still feel like I failed and I'll always feel that way. Um, but I've dealt with it. Kind of. 90%. Okay, maybe 80. 
But now, you know, I don't want to go through that feeling. So there's a sense of hesitancy, like, man, what if I get shut down again? Because, you know, preparing these applications for PA school, for medical school, for anything, it's very exhausting. It's very nerve-wracking, you know. And then now that I'm in, you know, I'm, I'm taking the last six classes to obtain my bachelor's degree, you know, now there's double pressure and I got to meet the GPA and I got to make sure I do this. And, you know, and, and it's interesting how much harder a psychology program gets towards the end, you know. So, um, you know, when I first started thinking about the reapplication process to PSOL, I was like, do I really want to do this with what's going on in the world today, with how people have turned into little shits? Do I really even want to continue? Do I want to keep doing what I'm doing? You know, and every day I have do I, I do have validations, you know, every day I, I do good work and there's times I feel like, wow, I'm really doing something, I'm really making a difference. Um... You know, there's days where I'm like, I just, I'll just, you know, do something else. Paralegal, PI, I don't know, just something else, you know. But then I think, well, you know, what else can I do? You know, I try other things. I end up coming back to this shit. I end up coming back to medical assisting. I always come back to these big ideas about being a PA or an MD or whatever, you know. Stressful. Fucking stressful. But when Tanishi said, thank you for the work that you do. It brought me back to a reality that I'm doing what I'm doing because I love what I do and I'm damn good at it and I've exceeded in it. I've had issues along the way. You know, people can't stand to see other people progress and proceed, succeed. But it reminded me about who I am and what I'm about and what I'm worth and uh, the capability capacity that I have, you know, and... I, I started to get, I started to cry as I crossed the street to get back into my Jeep to get to work. And I sat behind my steer, my the steering wheel. And usually I, I take off right away so I can get to work as quick as I can. But I sat there for maybe a good minute and I, you know, I was on the brink of just letting loose like a baby. But I held back because I was, you know, I just, I just didn't want to get into it at that time. But in that brief second, with that thank you for the work that you do, it reminded me that I am where I'm supposed to be in life right now. And I, I am meant to be where I'm, I'm supposed to be. You know, and I'm doing what I'm meant to be doing, you know. And and that's, everything will be okay, you know. Uh, even though family tell me that, you know, I'll be okay. You know, I, you know, as individuals, we always have an issue with when friends and family tell us. And then when a stranger tells us, we're okay with it, right? But... You know, that things will be okay, that, you know, all we can do is try, you know. Um, you Every day you hear hard work, you know, make your dreams happen and everything, you know. And so here, you know, it put me, it put everything into perspective that, yes, I am where I'm supposed to, where I'm meant to be, and I'm doing what I do love. And, you know, I can't just, you know, as well, I turned 48 this uh, past week. My birthday did pass by, you know, thank you for all the happy birthdays, but, um, yeah, I even thought, well, at 48, am I going to job train? I don't know. That's not old, you know, it's still fairly young, but I don't have the energy to job train in anything else. And plus I don't have an, I mean, I have interests, but not, uh, uh, an invested interest, uh, to learn something new. And so, um, 
I said, yeah, I'm supposed, I'm, I'm, I'm where I'm meant to be, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm meant to where I'm supposed to be, you know, and, and it, it's okay for me to remember and to tell myself, hey, you know, good job, you know, I'm a tarot reader, you know, so it's like I got the world card, you know, and I got the death card, you know, and it's new beginnings and it's accept what the universe is offering you, you know. And so now I have to look at everything in a new perspective. I have to try and put everything into a new perspective. You know, I have to, I have to, you know, when you, when you apply for a program like physician's assistant or for medical school, it like, it kind of puts you on another level of confidence. For some people, they take it too far and they act like they're, they go from one day to the next, they go from somebody that's, you know, manageable to a, just a total dick. And they think they're the ship. And then when they don't make it, they're destroyed and they go back to, you know, this, you know, this nitpicking little shit. But anyways, you know, I, tr I try not to let that happen to me, but, you know, you, you get on this, this this level of confidence that now, you know, you're, you're applying, you have all these things to me, you're going to be shouting, you're doing all this, and or not because you are a physician's assistant, applicant, um, applicant, you know, or what's the word, or um, you're a perspective or whatever, you know, and... I mean, it's a good feeling, you know, because you can carry that with yourself. And and that's kind of that's kind of helped me to understand that, okay, so the work that I'm doing now, let's look at it this way. This is like a training. This is like a, um, you know, getting ready for, you know, th this is part of the prerequisites for the PA program. You know, these last six classes, this application cycle from here forward, you know, this is all a test to your faith and to your strength you know, to be a physician's assistant. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm having to put it all back in this pers perspective again. And it's amazing that I'm, <laughs> I'm still trying to do this. But, you know, having, you know, these, these moments where you find who you are again, you know, you, you find your, your grain of, of sanity, your grain of individuality, that grain of who it is that you are, you know, it's, it's interesting that it gets lost so easy because of the influences of because of the societal influences and political influences and the geopolitical influences. You know, you forget that there's, you know, we all have this one grain in us, you know, this one grain because we're all filled with a strength that we either underestimate or we overestimate. We don't understand or we understand too much. But there's a grain within each within each one of us that that carries our strengths and our abilities and that last trial that'll break a camel's back, you know, it's just one grain, you know, and that's, and that one grain can be so luminous, can be so bright, can be so promising, can be such, such, such a guiding, you know, uh, a, a guiding manner to, you know, to get you where you need to be, you know, and, and that's what Miss Tanishi did for me, you know, she brought me back so I could remember what I do and who I am and how good I am and, how great I am and how good I'm going to be. And eventually I will be a PA, you know, and <clears throat> we have to remember that we have these, we have these internal, obviously we have internal and external forces, right? We have explicit and implicit. You know, we have um, so many ways to reconcile with ourselves and reconcile with what's outside of us. You know, and for those of us that are under these pressures that are like in applying for a PA program or for medical school or for even an MA program or for whatever, you know, where there's just this 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 daunting pressure to perform to to make sure that you exceed, it's a test. It's not just a test of your 
academic ability, but it's a test of your faith. It's a test of your of your of your discipline. It's a test of your patience. It's a test of of everything that 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 life demands of you, so you can go forward and be the best that you can be. Like me, I've got to be the best I can be for Lily Olive. She's the most amazing thing in the world. My kids, I love all my kids the same. Though Lily Olive, she's an, soon to be eight. She's my little princess. She's those that know me and work with me know that. If you, you want me to commit murder, you offend my child in any way or form, even verbal. You know, she is the pinnacle of my existence now. She gives me what I need to to go on with life. You know, Lily Olive is is the reason for everything. She is the reason for everything. You know, um, she is the light. She is the strength. She is the purpose. She is the meaning. She, that's what my daughter does for me. She gives me, she fills me with with joy and the exceptions that I need to be that, to be that human, you know? So I need to remember why I'm doing what I'm doing. You know, now I'm not only just doing it for me, I'm doing it for her. You know, God bless her. She tells everybody I'm a doctor. You know, she don't know what an MA, she hears me talk about being a medical assistant, surgical tech, and she hears me talk about PAs and NPs, RMPs, you know, DNPs, and, but she thinks I'm a doctor, you know, so I can't let her down. You know, I figure I can't let her down. You know, I need to get as close to that as possible. And I'm sure as she gets older, she'll understand the differences in certifications and, and, and scopes and practices. But as of now, for me to live, for me to sit here and to know that she thinks of me that I'm a doctor. Wow, man. You know what? I'm the luckiest motherfucker in the world. I'm the baddest badass in the world. I'm the most important guy in the world just because she says so. You know, and... And with that perspective, again, you know, it's given me strength to make sure that I complete, that I come to a full circle, that I come to a term with myself, and I come to a full circle so I can give that to her, so I can, I can continue to make her believe that I'm a doctor, so I can continue to be her hero, you know, so I can continue to be that individual that has, you know, all the answers, I can fix this, daddy, this is broken, can you fix this, daddy, I even, you know... Shit, when she gives me something that needs to be fixed that has no way of fixing it, I make it up and I find a way to fucking look like it's fixed. Then I just put it away, right? Out of mind, out of sight. Out of sight, out of mind. <laughs> Anyways. So, yeah. So, you know, you know, there, there, there's these, these times that, you know, whether they're, they're God-given or whatever, that puts everything into perspective. That makes you, makes you, pushes you to remember who you are, what you're about, what you're doing, where you're going, you know. Right now, man... People are just full of shit, you know, it's just pressure, pressure, money, money, you know, admin, people making decisions that are no good for you at work. And it's, it's hard. You, you're, you're caught up in this cycle. You're caught up in this, you know, this fucking bubble that you can't get out of. You're in the bubble with a shit, but you're still an outsider looking in. You know, you just, you don't know. You just don't know. But as much as I bitch and complain, you know, that. You know, work is what it is, whatever. I, I, I just, you know, that one, thank you for the work that I do has, has reminded me the good work that I've done and the good work that I do, you know. And I need to elevate myself and remember that what I do is important. Because when I walked in, I was thinking, when I was driving, when I walked in, I was thinking, man, what I'm doing is important. Helping people at their time of, of, of loss or in their time of um, pain or their time of, you know... Uh, intense, um, uh, um, intense. Um, what's the word? Vulnerability. That I'm there to help them is 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 an amazing and awesome thing to feel, and to be able to do that is is just as is just as equally awesome, you know.
And so uh, th these are the things that I need to remember the next time I get fed up and upset and whatever is that, you know, I'm approaching a point in my life, another milestone to better myself and to better opportunities for my family to remember who I am. That's not to say that I'm just forgetting and forgiving everything that's happened. Of course not. But now I'm having to elevate myself to remember that I'm better. I'm more productive than that, you know, Santino yesterday who was upset. That I need to look at the world in a view of opportunity and priority and necessity. And what I do is, you know, I need to. And I think we all need to do that. And I think we all need to find that 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 whatever it is that that puts us back into that perspective of who we are and puts us back in that perspective that what we do is important, that we are important. You know, you could be working at a fast restaurant. You're important. You know, I mean, you're doing a job that a lot of people wouldn't want to do. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> you know. And, and you're still serving a purpose because you're doing a job that I probably wouldn't want to do. So remember that, you know, those of you that feel like you're just made, felt, you know, small and insignificant, you're significant. But to be even more significant is up to you to push yourself to become that more significant individual. No one's going to do it for you. All right, guys, Santino Tejas for All Things Medical Assistant. Thank you for listening to me. And I, I'm hoping maybe this <clears throat> might help, uh, you know, people kind of. Think about their own situations and remember that what you do is important, you know. Um, so uh, I do have, my mother will be having a knee replacement, so I will be home for the next, you know, like I go to work for the first three days and I stay home until New Year's. If I don't come back, back on and, and upload before Christmas or New Year's, Merry Christmas to everybody out there and Happy New Year's. Um, thank you again so much. Uh, I appreciate the support. I'll try and upload, okay, to try and, you know, come back and, and thank you all again. But thank you again for, for sticking to All Things Medical Assistant. You know, we're going into year number three. This is amazing. And I continue to, and I will continue to do more. All right, guys. Santino here for All Things Medical Assistant. Thank you so much for being a part of my growth. Really appreciate it. And I hope I can um, I can at least do something for you. Um, with my <laughs> opinions. So please take care of each other and, and remember who you are.